everybody. Welcome aboard. You are about to enter the archive zone of the best of Take 12 Recovery Radio. We want you to know that during this show, some of the advertisements, promotions, and prize giveaways are no longer relevant. For current contact information, visit our website at Take12Radio.com. And now, from the treasure trove of the best in recovery talk and positive music, here's a show from the Archive Zone. Views expressed on this broadcast of Coffee with the Coffees do not necessarily reflect KHLT Recovery Broadcasting or its affiliates. The hosts, co-hosts, and affiliates do not represent any particular 12-step program. We're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little loony. And in this cartoony, we're invading your TV. We're comic dispensers, we crack up all the censors. Greetings, family, and welcome to KHLT Recovery Broadcasting, the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show, Coffee with the Coffees, with Wado Coffee, Hello. Eddie, Brrcharo, <laughs> and me, the Monty Man. Coochie, coochie. Have your cup. Let's have coffee. Lots of coffee. Shots of coffee. Wait, coffee. Oh, yeah. Make that coffee black and not a white man. The snapping king stops uh, snapping. Yeah, yeah, I know. He I just, stops. I've had a very long, rough day. Yeah, and I have a, had a very long, rough, rough week. And how's your week been? Um... It's uh, delicious, and I looked up at the sky this evening. You know the as oh, yeah. you know toward us, and you could see God's crochet work. Oh yeah, <laughs> God's crochet. Yeah, with these fine filament clouds at about eight thousand oh, yeah. feet or oh, whatever. Right. Where they okay. were really high, yeah. and and it was just like uh, what what do women call that uh, type of embroidery? It's cruel. It's called or oh, have you ever heard of that? I don't, cruel. Yeah, I have. Yeah, huh. but this is like really. Uh, what's uh, there's crochet and then there's embroidery. Embroidery, which employs, I think, cross cro- stitch. Well, there's different. I mean, you get uh, into some different arts. Are you but sure, the, I, I, you talk about what like the Irish lace. Yeah, it was like lace. The clouds were like lace. Yeah, beautiful filaments of these uh, whatever they are ultra cirrus cirrus, you know, clouds that were just. Um, in filaments, in these patterns, just amazing. It like, was having another LSD flashback. It was amazing. Yeah. My <laughs> life has been a tapestry of riches. And I just thought God was going, I better get this done before sunset, because then they'll miss it. <laughs> 
And St. Peter was going... Okay, okay, I'll folks. In it. case you haven't noticed, <laughs> the voice of reason is not in attendance tonight. She's at home with, with our 11-year-old taking care of her because she just had her braces put on. And she wasn't feeling well. Daddy came home from work, had the... the um, Oh, gee, I don't know the generic name for it, but uh, had the medicine for, you know, it, it's something over the counter, not yeah. illegal. Oh. And uh, Well, ibuprofen's the great pain drug. Well, yeah, but th- this stuff I found, it, it's the... Um, it's it, something. It, 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 it's something else, and it, yeah. it, it's, a, it's a sodium or oh, something it's, like it's that. Oh, it's an aproxim yeah. sodium. It's Na- a leaf. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I didn't want to say the brand name. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, not until yeah. they start paying for some but I, I No, I have the generic version of Aleve. Yeah. So. But anyway, and she's got one, 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 one extra strength pill, and the kid's feeling much better, but she got her eye on her. So you know. Has she got yeah. uppers and lowers? Oh, yeah. Dentures. Or, I mean, braces. Braces, what, yeah. What am I saying? Uppers dentures. and lowers. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. 11 years old, Ed. That's painful. Oh, yeah. I, I don't do well yeah. with any kind of mouth pain. At all. Well, remind me not to punch it, uh, money in the mouth. Yeah. 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 Please don't do that. No, but I mean, it's awful. I've still got, I've got 20 teeth in my mouth. Oh, really? That's it. I got 20. That's it? 20 teeth. I got They're six. How many are we supposed to have? They're supposed to have 32. I have six. <laughs> you have six of, I your, have six of your own? Yeah. And no, uh, you don't have any? I don't. I, I lost my dentures at a, at the World N.A. Convention in San Diego in 2001, I think it six was. Six is few. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've had extractions because I couldn't afford the, the procedures. All right, yeah. You know. So have I. And in some cases, they said this is beyond root canal. I mean, you know, this is beyond. Oh, yeah. You know. So it's really, it's, but anyway, um, it's just horrible. I agree. Well, when you got a tooth abscessing, the most stoic philosopher cannot endure no. an ab- abscessing no. oh, tooth. Yeah. Cannot no, no, endure no. it. And no. as a matter of fact, if you live in the San Diego area and you, and you happen to come across uh, upper plate of dentures, <laughs> give me a call. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just anyone, you mean? Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. If it's There's around a story the, behind that. Yeah, there is. I, I, I was uh, uh, Pentagrass. Pentagra- what's the musician? Um Oh, I can't remember his name. Not Pentagrass. Uh, he anyway played for the Temptations. Can't think of his name now, but he was uh, performing at the the World Convention for Narcotics Anonymous, and it okay. was his performance was outside on the grass. And I went down. I I had a bad habit of taking my teeth out and putting them in my pocket, <laughs> and I happened to be wearing swim trunks. And I sat down, and they fell out. Oh Lord! You, you know, know, there's there's probably some homeless person out there going, yeah. man, look at these set of uppers, <laughs> man. Whoa. Yeah. Going, I can smile again. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. You know what is is, is the ultimate of breaking anonymity is when somebody at a at a world convention stands behind a microphone and says, "Monty M has lost his dentures." <laughs> <laughs> he had twenty thousand people. <laughs> oh my God! They must have busted up. So you were in a panic. Oh yeah. Because that was that's not cheap. No. No. Oh gosh, no. No, no. no. So I've been without teeth since uh, 2001, I believe. You know, though, I have known people. I uh, This is a, a hereditary thing, what happens to your teeth. Of course, things like abusing uh, speed oh, yeah. uh, doesn't help, which, <laughs> I, which I haven't done that much of. But anyway, the point is this. It's a sad, I mean, some people, I talked to a guy here a few years ago. 
who never developed a sweet tooth in his life. Right. Okay? And he had all of his teeth in his head, no fillings. Wow. All of his teeth. That's appalling. And he was 40-something. I I, I am absolutely appalled. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Not one Mitch. trip to the dentist. No, he said I don't. Maybe he'd been looked at, but he had never had a filling. And I and I could see it when he was. He, I don't think he like spread his cheeks or anything. You know what I'm saying, Pastor you Mitch? Know. Oh, uh, it could have been one of those stories. Yeah. Pastor Mitch no. that does our yeah. Thursday show. His father was a dentist. And well, Mi- you know, we're talking Mitch. about teeth. When mm-hmm. actually, my daughter had braces put on, on her, her teeth. teeth. On yeah. her teeth, yeah. But it's so such a that cr- is why the voice of reason isn't here. Is not here tonight. Yeah, and we miss but, her dearly. So hey. anyway, I think it's about time we got out of hand again and uh, started cracking it up and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know. And by the way, I'd like to remind everyone: this is National Recovery Month. That's right, September. Yeah. It is National Recovery hey, Month. What does Melvin have to well, say about that? Well, Melvin uh, was actually, he, he hasn't been kept up totally on current events, but oh, he, was, right. he was really psyched up about a week ago to say this. All I know about this O.J. Simpson thing is he was in Las Vegas, and he was being a real good person, and, and, <laughs> and, I just, and then they put him under arrest, and... <laughs> Who got put in jail? That was O.J. Was oh in, yeah, he's not in jail now. Though. No, he's uh, yeah. yeah they, well, I, I read, I read the. Uh, he got sprung. Yeah, well, of yeah. course he did. But I, you know, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll but tell you it's what is the Goldmans. Me. It's the Goldmans who are after O.J. again. I'll tell you oh, what no, really this, bugs he me. He brought though. this on himself. I'll tell time. you what really bugs me is is how how the media and how people will spend so much money just to follow this guy around. Have we not learned anything? He has never been a smart. He has never outsmarted that by just laying low. He's been an idiot. Yeah. Well, so, he got. He know. got. A, he, they. He, he pulled out in a green car, this time, and they followed him to the airport, uh-huh. and then all yeah. over the airport. Right. And, and I think I heard uh, 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 Bill O'Reilly say if they had had another jet <laughs> to go alongside his jet, oh. they would have been watching oh, him yeah. there too. Yeah. But uh, with a telephoto know, lens. Sure, sure. So I don't know. I, I, you know, what can I? Uh, say? It's it's a uh, it's a part of the American fabric, though. This personality known as O.J. Simpson. It is. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know that when he was acquitted, I don't want to get into the, you know, but when he was acquitted, honestly, and I know this sounds stupid, it was one of the worst days of my life. When he was acquitted, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I remember walking along the river, uh, the Willamette River near yeah. Corvallis. I was so depressed. Hmm. about that hmm. and yet if you had watched any of the eight nine months labor that was known as the oj trial um you realized anything could happen in that circus well you know what i'll tell you what irritated me and talk about about being irritated over somebody else's behaviors and well, that we're really powerless over yeah. is my father who i i love and respect dearly uh-huh. uh, rest his soul when it first happened before there was any investigation, before anything was, before the media corrupted anything, right. okay, my father immediately said, he's guilty. And I said, wait a minute. And my dad isn't, isn't a, a racist or anything like that. Right. And I said, how do you know that? He said, you can just tell. I said, wait a minute, dad, you're the one that's always telling me 
yeah. that it'll be either that God's in control and it'll be proven in a court of law. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and then I met all sorts of people who had already, yeah. you know, strung him up and he had, and there wasn't even any, any court, nothing yet. Well, the thing that is funny to me, and, and I'm not an OJ fan. Don't get well, me wrong. Right. But the thing that, that uh, except for those movies he used to make. Um, yeah. The, uh, uh, what was it? Well, called? he made one that was called The Burning Inferno. He yeah, was no, there was, a, there, was a, there was a couple of them that were. Yeah. Came right. But anyway. Sure. Um, uh, the deal of it is, is when he, uh, I think that if he had been found guilty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Everybody, everybody that thought he was guilty would have said, hooray. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was found innocent. These same people that say he was found that, not guilty. Are not there, guilty. There, there is a There's distinction. A he was found not guilty. Yeah. And all these people that say take him to trial, a court of law will decide. And when somebody's guilty, they're happy. But when they're found um, uh, not guilty, they're not happy. And it, it's like, and I, I wasn't happy. No. With it, but it wasn't for that reason. There was it's a like, civil case too that there followed. Was a civil case. But you know the thing. The thing of it is, he did not is prevail. If we're going to teach and preach that the justice system is the way to go, and they're going to be the last word, then whatever whatever the last word says, we should be yeah happy with that. I mean, isn't it rather though? Uh, well, you know, in liberty and justice for all, isn't that a, almost a childlike? Uh, that's a starry-eyed thing. <laughs> pretty pretty well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i think what the saddest thing about the whole thing is is that justice has not been served to uh goldman and uh what is her name nicole smith or something like yeah. that or nicole or, uh yeah yeah her name was nicole smith yeah, yeah i don't remember her oj oj's ex-wife yeah now, i heard another story about it but it, it's it's it, it's druggy hearsay so, sure you know. sure Oh yeah, and you know the media. I mean, who knows what anymore? We got, we got. No, this was not from the media. No, I know, but I mean, which from with, a particular circle of friends that I used to hang out yeah. with. So. With the media and all the garbage that goes on, and the drive-by media and the liberal. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, who nobody knows what the Suffice right. Suffice it to, to say that Melvin was broke up. Though. Melvin was broke up over yeah. it. I mean, he poor Melvin. <laughs> he just and it isn't because Melvin. Uh, I've had discussions with him uh, over crumpets. Oh. And it isn't. It isn't because Melvin is it thinks that uh, uh, it's poor OJ. He doesn't like to see anybody caged up because he spent a lot well, of his life. For well, my parents me. would put me in. A, <laughs> my parents had me in a cage, and then my dad would come by with a stick and poke me, and then and then I'd go, "Gosh, dang it, Dad!" And he'd go, "What's your little joke like that?" <laughs> well, then they finally let me out when I was thirteen, and I was rip roaring mad. Oh. Then he went and saw that doctor and went, uh-huh. And then I saw Clarice. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, how is, so, that, how is that skin condition coming along, Melvin? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, wait. Uh, he had that. Here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a really good... He's doing a circus now. Yeah, he's at, that was uh, captured at the midway. At the midway, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but we're glad that we're and uh, yeah, we're glad all three of us are here and, yes, and uh, healthy. Yeah. And our suggested topic tonight will be crosstalk. Will cross-talk. be crosstalk, and we're going to listen to uh, one of uh, uh, well, our new new sponsor, uh, and that is uh, he calls you by name, 
and then we're going to come back and, and do trivia and, and call and, up somebody. And we're going to do trivia, and we're going to make a phone call. Yeah. We're going to have a fourth. In other words, we, we don't will. have to drop a quarter. <laughs> hey, isn't that something? No, we don't need to drop a quarter. We're going to make a phone call. Maybe they'll win something. But I have so. to drop a quarter to get my chair to vibrate. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> okay, forget Okay, all right. Here's a word from one of our sponsors. Hold on. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Looking for a unique fundraiser and can't bring yourself to sell another cookie or candy bar? Check out hecallsyoubyname.com. Personalized devotionals and screensavers with your customer's name incorporated in each scripture verse taken from the King James Version of the Bible and paraphrased into personal contemporary English. And check this out. They practically sell themselves and will earn your group amazing profits. They are sure to be a hit at your upcoming fundraiser for your church, social group, recovery fellowship, or anywhere you need to raise funds for a good cause. Take it from me, the Monty Man. I know they will be cherished by all those who are blessed to receive them. This is a terrific opportunity to make a great deal of money without very much effort on the part of you or your group. The amount which can be raised is completely dependent upon the motivation of your organization to sell the books or screensavers. Here's how it works. We provide you with a sufficient number of brochures, order blanks, and sample pages to show the folks. You take the orders and collect the money. You send us the completed order blanks, and we do the rest. And that's it. So if you're ready for something completely new and fundraising ideas, give us a try and visit hecallsyoubyname.com or call 1-800-747-6912. That's 1-800-747-6912. And visit the website, hecallsyoubyname.com, because he really does call you by name. This is Jay Casser from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and here we listen to Take12Radio.com. And we have returned, and we are getting ready for none other than, uh, <laughs> Here's what's his name. Do you want to play trivia? Trivia, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, wait a minute, what happened to my marching band? How am I supposed to announce that the red team is facing the red team and the blue team is facing the blue team, and all the other teams are facing away from them, and there will be a guest panelist tonight. The Emperor Nero strode into the Colosseum with his fiddle. <laughs> And he lit up oh, a How am I supposed to announce those things? Where's my marching band? Where is my marching band? <laughs> and he was having a cigarette, and someone said, you're lit up. And he said, I resent that. Nobody said take five. Nobody said smoke him if you got him. Smoke him if you got him. <laughs> oh, what the oh. heck was that, money? <laughs> yeah, that was real epic. Oh, yes, I love it. I love it. What an entrance. For the king of trivia it here was. at Code Radio. Oh, oh, yes, the master of disaster, yes. Ed D himself. It almost makes me want to wish I had a toga on. Should we do a couple of these, or should we just go ahead and call our uh, surprise one of our let's people? Ca- let's do the call. Okay, let's if, make a do call. Do you have the number? Uh, yes, I do. I've got or, a number here, and I will not read it over the uh, the air, of course, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dial it right now. Sure. And and now, we- while you're dialing, should can you handle if I throw out one? Or no, go ahead. Yeah. Well, um, what do we do in the meantime? Should Wade and I 
Well, just sit there because we're going to we're going to hold on. We're going to do quiet. I'll say something, and the listeners will hear it ring. We're going to get a we're going to try and get a hold of Joe Buck, who is the from Midnight Cowboy. No. No, not from, the Midnight from, Cowboy. From the Freedom Festival, he is the uh, the founder and the main organizer and president and so forth. Um, well, down, hey, Ratso. Down in uh, Long Beach, California. So let's, let's try it. Let's see what we can do here. Joe Buck is our guest panelist tonight. He's in a soundproof booth. Sound booth proof. He's proof. He, might, he might know it's me because he's got caller ID. Let's see. I hope it's not busy, because if it is, you has are the number be and they're flying like Geraldo now. trying to get into Al Capone's vault. There was nothing there, not even a number three. One ring, <laughs> ring number four. Wrong. I got voicemail or the machine, folks. Well, we'll leave a message for him. Yes, let's leave a message. To page this person, press 5 now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, Joe Buck, this is uh, the Monty Man along with uh, Wado Coffee and yeah, Ed Yeah, yo, Dean. dude. Yeah. And, and you're on the air. We, call, we called you up to see if you could answer a trivia question and win a couple of CDs, but you're not there, so sorry about your luck, buddy. Yeah, man. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Paid to pick up the phone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe didn't make it. All we right. have one more. We have. Uh, I got a couple here just in case. All right. Well, we have more than one. Let's friend. see. Joe, uh, we'll try Joe Lair here. Is one of the people that was responsible for getting this this uh, whole deal going here several years ago. Let's try him. No, I don't know if he's going to be available. Yeah, I don't know. The next call is being is our next guest panelist, but they don't know that they are going to be. No, they don't on the show. The password <laughs> is. Joe Buck. <laughs> and the secret word of the day is... And why am I not getting a ring? Because, you know... Okay, I, I, I forgot this is radio, so you didn't see the sign with the duck drop down. No. But guess the magic word. That's the magic of radio. You can't no. see a dang thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing There's happening. nothing at that... Did you dial the... Yeah. Did you dial one first? Okay. Did well, you dial he's got a the, number here. Let's try. Did you dial the prerequisite? The prerequisite? Trivia's waiting, Monty. Trivia's waiting. You mustn't keep the master waiting. I'll see. <laughs> see if Joe Lair's there. The password is... It's ringing. That reminds me of the cable guy, the movie, <laughs> the password. If you guys remember when they played password. Oh yeah, I remember that. Guy. You betcha. It got kind of nasty. You betcha. Yes, Joe. Joe, it's the Monty yes. Man. Yes, Manny. What's happening? It's the Monty Man, and you are on the air, my friend. Good evening, everybody. Yeah, good <laughs> evening. Well, well, hey, we, is it Joe you're, we're talking to? We're talking to Joe Lair. Yes. Okay, good. Yes, and uh, uh, well, we uh, on the phone with Joe. Uh, we have uh, uh, Wado Coffee and hey, hey Joe, hey Joe, and hey, with the coffee is there. Well, that rocks. Yes, yeah. and Ed D here, and we are calling. We, we picked Wade's, a couple of numbers. Wade's wife couldn't be with us, but no, she couldn't be with us yeah. tonight. Well, the and uh, we're doing we're doing terrific trivia, and we want you to be one of the. <laughs> Sure. Okay, yeah. so we just want you to be there. Here goes question number one. These are okay. multiple. These are multiple choice. 
a record setting how many students, presumably college or possibly high school, crammed themselves into a 1990 Volkswagen Beetle in Timmins, Ontario, Canada, A, 38, B, 17, C, 27, D, 50. 50. I'm going 38, baby. 38. 38 for Joe. What do you say, Wado? I say 17. Wade says 17. 13 fat ones, right? (laughs) It could have been. I'm going to say 50 just for the heck of it. No one guesses 27, the correct correct number. Oh, my God. (laughs) It must have been incredibly small. Here's students. trivia number two. It was 27. 27. Here's, All right. here's, trivia, oh, good. here's trivia number two. Again, multiple choice. The oh, long... Great. <coughs> excuse I me. Embarrass myself again. No, no. You'll, you'll do just fine. This is most... <laughs> yeah, right. One for one. <laughs> F-I-N-E. Okay, here we go. The longest acceptance speech by an Academy Award winner lasted A, 40 minutes, B, over an hour, C, 27 minutes. D, 18 minutes. Is that before that Broadway hook or after the Broadway hook? Uh, this is just in the tradition of... Oh, the Broadway hook, that's it. Oh, the God. Academy uh, Awards. The, the Academy Awards. It's was, after the Broadway hook, I believe. Yeah, this what's, isn't the bridge of the death. hook? You know, you Where can, they took the hook and grabbed it. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. No, no. I don't know. It's, in, it's before and after. Whatever. Okay. 40 minutes over... Oh, uh, I'm going 40 minutes. Okay, you say 40 minutes... I'm yeah. going to say over an hour. I'm going to say I'm 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 with uh, Joe here on this one. Forty minutes. Monty's got it right. Oh, over Yay! over an hour. It, it doesn't say it doesn't say how much over an hour, but actress Greer Garson, 1942. Really? Wow. Number number three. We're still glad you're here, Joe. Are you ready? Uh, thank you. Are, <laughs> two for two, baby. I know you're not doing you're not doing good. But we are glad you're here. Hey, Joe okay. and I have the same batting average. Wait, wait, we're just kidding. Okay, by looping and pasting or stapling paper strips around each other, you can make a what? Paper chain, right? Right. Yeah. What's the longest paper chain ever known and officially measured? A, tw- A listen, here they are, 12 miles, B, B 29 miles, C, 6 miles. D, 71 miles. Great. 71 miles, baby. All right. Uh, uh, what, what was it 26 miles? 12, 29, 6, or oh, 71? Tw- I'm going to say 29 miles. You say 29. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with Joe and say 71. Or, Wado uh, yeah, is... Yeah, you won, so we'll, we'll go... Well, okay. well, well, Wade has it. Wade oh, he does. Oh. 20, oh. 29 miles. In 19... Do you want to do something there? No, go right in ahead. In 1991, members of the Interact Club of Devon, England, Devon, uh, used over 300,000 links to make their 29-mile paper... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you want I'll, I'll get the baby one now, Joe. Do you want to? Do you want to do one more with sure, us? I'll, say, Mon- I'll, I'll do one more, baby. Okay, here okay. we go. One more. The largest U.S. flag ever made weighed in at a a half ton. That's yes. a that's a thousand pounds. B three quarters ton. That's fifteen hundred pounds. C two and a half tons. That's five thousand pounds. D, four tons, that's 8,000 pounds. 
one half, three quarter, two and a half, or four tons. What the heck? Two and a half. He says mm. two and a half. I'm going to say three quarter. Monty says three quarter. I'm going to say half. This time, Joe is correct. He what is. a way! No. What yes. a no. way! Yes. He was successful. He was meaningful. <laughs> Two and a half tons was unfolded in Pottstown, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pottstown. Yeah. In 1992. Thank you, Joe. Joe. Hey, y'all have a great night. Hey. Okay, but thank you. you. This is this is the deal, buddy. For playing with us, we're gonna uh, send you uh, the CD. Uh, version 4.0 by Self-Esteem, the recovery band. And uh, that's going to go out to you. And yeah, what I'll do is... <laughs> Whatever way. Uh, you can go, because we don't want to give it out over the air. Uh, go ahead and email me your mailing address, and we'll send this out to you, buddy. Okay, and hey, I love you guys so much, and thanks for calling. You bet, yeah. man. You have Lis- a good night. L- listen to the show, Joe. When will this one come on? Uh, this will be. This will air on Wednesday. Okay. This Wednesday coming up. Okay, bye, Joe. Bye, buddy. Thanks, Joe. Have a good night. Okay. All right. Okay, now we're going to continue. And the just the two... Oh, I hated to see him go. I know, but I... Yeah. (laughs) That... I can't Aww. get that baby to be quiet. Yeah, I've been walking the whole night. There's walking something the floor about that. I mean, <laughs> there's something about that sound. You just go, I hope someone helps it. I know. Okay. Here's a, we'll do a few more just between the two of you. The largest sculpture sitting atop any building in the world, sculpture, mm-hmm. is the William Penn sculpture atop the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania City Hall. Okay. It is 37 feet high and weighs, A, nearly 27 tons, B, over 5.5 tons, C, nearly 38 tons, D, over 10.5 tons. What was the first one? A, nearly 27. Nearly 27, over 5.5, nearly 38, over 10.5. I'm going to say D. Ten and a half. Okay. I'm going to say B over five and a half. No one guesses A, which Monty asked about, but yeah, you didn't weigh seven. in. Get oh, it? You didn't oh, weigh in. I didn't weigh in. At nearly 27 <laughs> tons. Okay. Wow. A per- this is the next one. A person weighs less right. standing where than anywhere else on earth. A, the summit of Mount Everest. B, the equator. C, on the floor of the Grand Canyon, D, along the shore of the Dead Sea. I'm going to say the Dead Sea. I'm going to say the equator. You're right. Now, does this question sound familiar? No. no. Okay. No, Who's right? I, I, no. I, I, I studied physics in college. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to piece no, it together. No, no. Congratulations. You're right. No, thank you. I was going to say that. But what's funny is it sounds like we've done these before no. in my mind. We, we, Isn't it funny? Have... Deja This is deja vu. These questions really impressed you, didn't they? That's why that's why they seem so familiar. I guess. Well, no, when I'm writing them down and researching them, I'm I guess I'm already acting out. Yeah. Doing them. Uh, anyway, so here's uh, the master of disaster is acting out again. Yep. The trivia master. <laughs> okay. What is baseball's official world record uh number of consecutive home runs? Okay. Their record number for consecutive Who's? baseballs. Official, okay. a number of consecutive home runs. Oh. Okay, by, by a the same player, right? Isn't right. it? Wouldn't it be by the or, same player? Yeah. yeah, by the same player. Obviously, that's what it means. Right. Okay. A, 
41. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is, I've got some puberty. A 40. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some of it wasn't taken care of at the age of 12. Okay, B, 22. C, 14. D, 8. 41, 22, 14, or 8. I'm going to say 8. Wade says 8. Uh, 22. Wade is right. Really? J. Justin Clark wow. is a 1902 Texas League, uh, in a 1902 Texas League game. Wow. Okay, speaking of baseball, at the Baseball Hall of Fame. What? What that means, consecutive means that every time he went to bat, yeah. he hit home run. Yeah. Every time he went That's to bat. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Eight times? I'm sure it is yeah. amazing. I'm sure it is. Yeah, even, even uh, 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 what's his name? Who's the guy that owns the, play, the Playboy Mansion? Oh, oh, Hefner? Hefner. Hefner didn't even make no, that he many didn't home runs. Score that <laughs> no, he made it to second base like six times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. At the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York, okay. there is a baseball signed by A, Albert Einstein, B, Mahatma Gandhi, C, Elvis Presley, D, Pope John Paul II. Pope oh, John I, Paul. I'm going to say Albert Einstein. Wait, or, or, excuse me, Monty is El Correcto Mundo. What did you say? His holiness, His holiness. Oh, really? And he Pope was a baseball fan. John yeah. Slugger Paul II. Yeah. Oh, Slugger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, you know, the sound effects comes along every time he gets an answer right. That's because he's the only way they could reach <laughs> Well, panel. that's because he's got control issues. I've got control issues. Should I do like three I'm more? I'm going to get my own control. Okay, speed, we, we got to speed through him. Okay. The first car with a three-speed transmission was patented in what year? A, 1915. B, 1832. C, 1902. D, 19. 1902. What was uh, the second one? Uh, B, 18... No, 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 the first one. 1915. I'm going to say 1915. Guess what? It was 1832. What? Oh, my goodness. Possibly some steam-powered thing, but it was by England's W.H. James, 1832. Okay, we got to speed up. We got to go real fast now. Come on. In Chattanooga, Tennessee, (laughs) there is a museum... In Chattanooga, Tennessee, right. there is a museum with over 300,000 what on display? A, cigarettes. B, lunch boxes. C, toy soldiers. D, expended Civil War rounds, lead balls, expended rounds. You know, I, I, it's just crazy enough. I'm going to say lunch boxes. Okay. <laughs> Although I don't think that's it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I've... 300,000? 300,000. Yes. 300, A, cigarettes. Oh B, lunch boxes. C, toy soldiers. D, expended Civil War lead oh, balls. Man, it's, a, it's a real tough one. I'm Choice changing it. C and D. I'm changing it Are to you toy changing soldiers. It? I'm going to say soldiers. C. Okay. I'm going to say C. You both toy say soldiers. toy soldiers. I'm sorry, sorry nobody guessed lunch boxes. Are you serious? Yep. I, well, I did it first. No, no, no. It, didn't, it wasn't heard. And over 200,000 thermoses, too, also. Okay, now, here's the last one, Monty. Last one. Are you happy? That yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> the, uh, in, Joe, are you happy? <laughs> in Gaylevar, Sweden, Gaylevar, Sweden, however Sweden. it's pronounced, there is a museum dedicated to what? Gaylevar. Uh, it's, it's really a strange Where, I, where Where's Gaylevar? Sweden. Sweden. Oh, Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Sweden, a museum dedicated to what? A, snowshoes. 
B. Mosquitoes. C. Mice. D. Reindeer. Mice. Wasn't wasn't the Pied Piper from? Oh, he was from. Oh uh, gosh, I, I I want so badly to say mosquitoes, but I'm going to say snowshoes. I'm sorry, nobody thought of mosquitoes. What? Oh, yeah, <laughs> we'll really do one mosquitoes? more real quick. Real oh, quick, he, he can't help. It. He's got to okay. do the bonus one. All right, the bonus right. one from June twentieth to August twelfth, seventeen eighty four. Captain John Doty commanded the entire U.S. Army. Which was then, which then numbered how many men? This is from what year? from June twentieth to August twelfth of seventeen eighty four. Okay, how many men in the U.S. Army? A fifty one hundred, B three hundred eight, C eighty, D twenty seven hundred forty five. I'm going to say three hundred and two. 308 I'm going to agree It is only 80 men Nobody Whoa. guessed it Oh my In goodness In 1784 Only 80 men This was after The big hurrah Oh well yeah Everything Where's war my paper? paper Where's my paper guy <laughs> He's obsessing <laughs> Thank you ladies and gentlemen Thank you very very much <laughs> Oh, that was fun. Woo-hoo! You know, it was really cool to have Joe Buck with us. Yeah, it was. That, that was seemed, really cool. He seemed I, I, fairly... I hope to make you night, Joe. <laughs> he, seemed, he seemed fairly well-wrapped. Yeah. Now, now, where <laughs> where was he? Okay, Joe? Yeah. Uh, Joe is in Montana. Aren't you in, aren't you in Montana, Joe? Um, um, Joe a is a motivational speaker. Is he? And uh, and very good. Yes, and belongs to the. Uh, he lives in a van by the river. My, he no, he doesn't. Van yeah. There are no rivers cheese. in Montana. No, he lives <laughs> in a van by the river. Um, now, how come both guys were named Joe? That is kind of weird. It is weird. Yeah. Isn't it weird? I, I I think there's only two people named Joe in the whole wide world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. please. Okay, but anyway, no, he's. Uh, Joe is. <coughs> there was two folks. Excuse me. <clears throat> two, actually three. Uh, Gracie Hollenby, who called me from Nashville, and uh, it, it gave me a message from another gal, uh, Mary Lindby. So actually, there's four, encouraging me to do radio. And then there was Joe, uh, uh, Joe uh, Lair, and a guy by the name of Tom Sumner. And both of those guys were very instrumental in encouraging uh, financial support oh, and, and of, all of that this. kind of, thing, of, of of starting this whole thing. Yes. Yeah. So I always give credit to oh. Joe and Tom. And, oh, so now we know and, who to blame. Uh, and Crazy okay. and, and and Mary Lynn B. Oh, for, it's yeah. not yeah. money man's fault. It's friend. not money's man's fault. He listened. He got some really bad advice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Someone please. encouraged him. All right, we got <laughs> you know we got <laughs> into this behavior. <laughs> we got to take a break and let's listen to a message from Kelly Ripa. Hi, I'm Kelly Ripa. If you care about your community, then it's time to get in step with MADS 5K Walk, Strides for Change. It's a fun and easy way to keep your streets and loved ones safe from drunk driving. Bring your family, friends, coworkers, even your dog, and put your best foot forward as we walk together to make a difference. Sign up today and take a walk on the safe side. Your support can save a life. Call 1-800-GET-MAD or visit MADS. 
org. This is Tony Morosi from the recovery band Selfish Steam, and we're listening to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show with the Monty Man on KHLT Broadcasting. And thank you, Tony. And Tony, of course, is the uh, lead singer and uh, the dude of Selfish Steam, which is the CD that we yeah. gave away to, uh, to Joe tonight, their new CD, version 4.0. And it's got, uh, it's got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, three, but there's like 14 or 15 songs on here. And I know that he will enjoy it. If you want to um, get a copy of uh, this CD from Self Esteem, you go to selfesteem.com, I believe, or go to the link on our site and meet the guys and listen to samples of their songs. And I know that they would appreciate it. We're going to, um, we're going to give away a CD next week also. So this is what I want you to do, folks. If you would like us to call you, or do this thing just like what, what Regis and Kathy Lee and Kelly Rippa did. If we would, if you'd like us to call you, you need to send in an email to take12radio at comcast.net and just put on there, call me, but you got to put your phone number on there, okay? And then you got to listen on Wednesday to uh, see if you win, see if we're going to call you or not and uh, that kind of thing. But we may call you. See, this is the deal. Sometimes we tape the show on other days during the week, so we may call you any day during the week. Uh-huh. So, so there that is there okay is that a threat that is a threat okay so so send me your phone number you never know when we are going to call okay this is the deal threat? today's today's Did say threat we threat. can call anyone we, want. we can call anyone we want yeah, we have okay you oh so long don't call voice. them whatever you want okay <laughs> we have the voice we have a far-reaching arm with the phone company we can reach any part of the country Uh-oh. so Any can part. anybody else with a phone money huh oh they can <laughs> <laughs> okay you, you anyway. know your screen went black oh for, yes for just I did. a second oh absolutely okay. yeah uh, don't worry folks i think it's all good all right crosstalk is our topic would somebody please explain to me what the heck is crosstalk well i'll tell you what it isn't crosstalk is not uh talking about your higher prices. People say, well, there's no crosstalk. Does that mean I can't talk about Jesus? That's kind of a joke. Yeah, oh, I see. Right. Is it crosstalk? Okay. Like, All right. That would well, no, like that, I, you know what? I still don't understand. What okay, is what's crosstalk? Cross I think Jesus would be cross with you. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, this is an over muddled uh, word concept mm-hmm. crosstalk. Crosstalk um, is a politically incorrect word. Okay. Oh, cool. Kind of, kind of, uh-huh. isn't it? I mean, I you talk so. about crosstalk, people all go yeah. like that. Crosstalk is the old AA uh, method around the rooms, which was if you don't know what you're talking about, you're basically called on it right there in the meeting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or if someone doesn't think you know, he will uh, basically let you know. And if you don't like the humiliation, that's just too bad. You know, that's the old AA, which was probably not called crosstalk at that time because I think crosstalk, the word, uh-huh. came out with uh, about the generation of NA. Okay? It mm-hmm. was a transactional analysis uh, actually, word. You're, you're, you're absolutely correct. Isn't about it? That, yes. Okay, now here. Here's the funny. Crosstalk today means can mean any one of like no, six things. Yeah. Really? Six, six primary things. A. To make any reference to what someone else has shared in a meeting. You're kidding. Is considered crosstalk, even if it's to say, I'm really sorry your mother died. Some people think. Some people will that's think that's crosstalk. Yep, that's okay. right. Okay. B. 
B. Crosstalk is. Um, uh, okay, hang on. Crosstalk is talking aloud in a meeting, dialogue wise, to someone who's sharing. Okay. And expecting an ongoing dialogue okay. to go on is crosstalk. Across talk. rooms, yeah. Also, yeah. that is not really Or cool. perpetuating one, right? Yeah, or okay. starting one or operating as if that's going to be happening, right. which it's not. That's another major, and it really mm-hmm. shouldn't either, mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. the way. What's the other uh, use of crosstalk? When, when, when somebody is having, is having a discussion, everybody else can hear it when somebody else is sharing. That's considered crosstalk as well. Oh, sure, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. That's uh, basically rudeness and whispering right. okay. and uh, carrying on a discussion, just like exactly what you said. While someone else is sharing in a meeting, it's erroneously called crosstalk. It's really just boorish behavior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the, the, other one, the other one, which it kind of, it, it's very close cousins to the one where you said, you know, you made a statement where you said, "I'm sorry that your mother died." Yeah, right. and that and that's the one where when the person is done sharing, you come with a commentary. Yes, about what they shared, or here's the real sneaky one. I think. Right, right. Okay, where you say, "Well, this is my experience," and meaning in the whole thing, the whole time, yeah. this is what you should have done, or should do, or not do. And we, I hear it all the time when people say, "You know, well, for me." Oh, get off of it! I know what you're yes, saying. Yes. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you're I say for me at meetings. You know, but, but here's but what you know you know when somebody's saying it with that attitude of oh, I really want you the holier than thou. Yes, yes. if exactly. you want to get into the the rich cream de la coco of crosstalk, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's it. When you are com- doing a commentary on what someone else is sharing, and it's uh, either pro or con. It's just it, that that's where you start getting into subcategories of what crosstalk right, is. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Nonetheless, well, what he was talking about was was indir- indirectly giving advice. Sure. And what's another category is when someone says, "Does anyone have any feedback for me?" Okay. And well, that's they supposed in, to be after the meeting, isn't well, it? Well, it depends on the group. We specify. Depends on and the meeting, it, and it does depend on the group. And here's the interesting where this discussion is going to get interesting. Uh, you know, some groups, I suppose, go so far as to post a sign up on their wall that says "No Crosstalk" in our meeting. I've seen that, which is supposed to be understood by everyone as if they've been, uh, you know, well, hardened. Okay, well, by I, got, all this. What if I, I got a question. What if your last name is Cross? <laughs> <laughs> or what if you hung on one, you know? But um, no, no. But that's it's interesting crosstalk. And then you mentioned the Christian thing, which is right. almost you know way. I mean, believe me, no one <laughs> in mainstream AA when they're talking about crosstalk is talking about uh, talking about the uh, uh, about the Jesus? simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, that's for sure. Okay, but. Um, the, the whole thing is, it is a funny attitude because in, in my thinking, which I don't claim to be a pit modern picture of mental health, um, um, it's, it's a damn sight better than it was when I was, when I'm, was drinking and using. But mm-hmm. in my opinion, AA wouldn't be AA without some form of crosstalk well, um, yeah. happening in the meetings at, at any given time. In fact, to follow through on a, a topic that's put out there by the chairperson, you could say, and it often presents itself almost as crosstalk, because people will feed back 
mm-hmm. to the chairperson just what they think of that topic many times and sometimes not even in so many words it'll be it triggers something an emotional response right which gets them talking but the very fact that we're supposed to remember the old get smart tv show mm-hmm. when he would go into the cone of silence yes remember the cone of silence who? Who? the old tv show get smart oh yes okay yeah, yeah. and they would oh, right. lower yeah. the cone of silence yeah and the cone of silence will always malfunctioned of course always you talk about feedback okay <laughs> they get feedback uh-huh. okay and the chief would go what and <laughs> maxwell smart would go i'm telling you the chaos agents are coming to <laughs> detroit and the chief would go in entreat who <laughs> like that so anyway it would go on and on but the point is um this the communication that we do in aa um such as it is um crosstalk is always a parallel universe that can happen at any time i i think uh uh you, what you said about a topic it really rings true um, and while we're discussing this, I, I challenge the listeners to keep in the back of their mind what the original uh, whole, the statement of crosstalk originally meant. When we say uh, old AA, we're not necessarily saying original AA, but right. we're talking about a whole lot older than us. Okay. Yeah, maybe yeah. like the 40s and okay. 50s. Right. Um, because old AA and some, and some of the stuff the founders did don't even match up. But uh, the deal of it is... If we're going to look at at where this started as being crosstalk, okay, if if you need to, to be quiet and listen and so forth and so on, so keep that in the back of your mind as we're talking through this, listeners, uh, because what we're talking about now is not what it was meant to be, but it is kind of what it is, and there's all these different definitions, and I think depending on the meaning that you're at, even depending on who's speaking and who doesn't like who's speaking and that kind of thing, um, we're going to experience listening be, to it. It can be petty. It can be very, oh, yeah. very petty. Here's a, here's a, a case in point. There's a, there's a gal that I've known for a long, long time who is, uh, she just simply does not, is not very fond of me. You know, who knew, right? <laughs> right, okay. You know. This um, cannot be. This cannot in be. In the world. I mean, talk show hosts are I loved by everyone. I have long enough, and I, it could be a number of women that, I, that I, I've met. But. The top yeah. ten list. The top ten list. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'd make all top, all ten, actually. Um, okay, so has she ever okay. given you feed, quote, oh, feedback? Oh, yes, yes. Um, no matter what I say, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, Mm-hmm. She will do her very best to be the next person to speak, and she'll say, "Well, I don't know if that's ever happened to anybody around here, you know, or or something like oh, that, yeah. you know." And it's not it's not with an intention to help, or it's not even with an intention to correct or reprove. Yeah. It's with the intention to irritate. Now, it's so funny because I could care less. Mm-hmm. You know, she just makes herself look foolish, and that's too bad. Uh, and, and then there's the thing where you were talking about uh, people saying, if anybody has any feedback, yeah. I sure appreciate it. And usually what I hear from a chairperson is, uh, that's a good idea. And during the break or after the meeting. Maybe someone should talk to someone you. Someone should talk yeah. to you. And, that, and yeah. that's good. Yeah. Otherwise, we get stuck on one the, person. That is the more politically correct way. Right. Damn Nowadays, right. a good AA chairperson is getting scarcer than hen's teeth. They don't, they don't know. There's no well, AA. I'm telling you, that's universal. I believe it, it is. is. I believe people that really know how to be an equal in a democratic AA meeting and still obey format 
and be, and be in the right spirit, an mm-hmm. open spirit, mm-hmm. um, is rare. And they're balked an bock- at. The ones that do do it are balked at yes. and accused of being controlling Yep, in, in a lot of cases. It's a minor art. It really is it to is. share. I was talking to someone oh, yeah. about it the other day. I'm going to tell both you guys I've chaired thousands of meetings I know you have. at Group 1. And I was telling someone the other night, I've backed off from it. I turned in my key and I got out of it. For it's been a few years now since I mean mm-hmm. I did the other a month ago I chaired a meeting right but the deal is it was getting to the point where people were coming up to me and saying I'm here because you're chairing the meeting mm, and oh, that yeah. and yeah. that was not good for me no. to hear even if it was true that's it not was, good for it them it was not either. good and it wasn't good for them either it, you're right it yeah. wasn't good for them and um, but I knew it wasn't good for me and I would always have to say something like well I'm glad you're here. You know, like that. But um, anyway, I just wanted you to know, um, even, I, and I thought I, you know, but even my ego cannot d- deal. We can't, I mean, praise is good. We need to be validated. Well, well, yeah, sure, but we to, to have praise. someone say, I wouldn't be hitting my AA meeting if it wasn't unless you, you were chairing. Right? Oh, afraid not. Oh, my right. gosh. Or, you know, that's not good. Yeah. Feed my ego. Yeah. Yeah. So and, I and, just, yeah, which is so dangerous because when you're chairing a meeting, it is supposed to be done with every bit of, Humility that you possess, and in the the uh, you know in the spirit of service, you know you are there to serve the people who come in by chairing the no. meeting, making sure it operates smoothly. Everybody gets a chance to talk, you know. Um, everybody knows where the coffee sure. is, uh, the whole thing. Yeah, you know, and like you said, Ed, yeah, there it, there is a minor art to actually yeah. running and operating the meeting. Yeah, and and not feeling that it's well, this is. My yeah, right. meeting. Right. You well, know. you know, here, here's here's something too that uh, there is. I have purposely not attended a meeting because I knew who was chairing mm-hmm. before because I knew that when they chaired, it's not a meeting. My my uh, sponsor told me years ago. I said, "When is it okay to, to walk out of a meeting?" And he said, "When it's not a meeting." And a lot of times... Oh, uh, when it becomes some of somebody's... Uh, yeah, when it's not a meeting. Board. And I, I've never gotten up... It was one time. One time in my life, I actually got up, stomped out, and it was very obvious that I was torqued. Really, really torqued. At the way the meeting was? Yes. Okay. And, uh, you know, that was one time. Now, I have Yeah, left nobody meetings. followed you out, right? Huh? Nobody followed you no, out. Nobody right? followed me out. Although they all wanted to. Begging you to come back. Yeah. <laughs> come, come back, money. Come back, Shane. Come well, back. Boy, money. Jury is brave. You know, it, wants it's you. interesting you say that because um, in all the years that I've been going to meetings of different kinds, mm-hmm. right, um, only once has anybody called me, uh, and I'm not talking about not being there because I'm mad or anything. I'm talking about being sick for a week or in the hospital or something like that. I have never <coughs> had a phone call except for one time and it was from your sponsor. Oh yeah. Saying saying who who he and I are I don't know what the thing is with him and I, but it's it's we respect yeah. each other. Let's put it right. that way. Yeah. And yeah. we are we are close friends in a weird kind of way. But he he would be the last person I expect to call because he's so busy. Um, he called me up and he says, I just want to check on you and make sure you're all right. I have never in 20 years ever had a call like that. And when you were absent for a protracted period. For a protracted period of time, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And, and I had come to the to the place where really not to look for it or to expect it. But there was a time in my life, in my attending 
program that I would have been very, very hurt by that and would have made a scene by never coming back kind, oh, of, yeah. kind of garbage. Well, I'll show you, you know, kind of thing. Right. And uh, you We're know, all subject to these we're, we're all juvenile. Yeah. But, you know, when, when we're sitting in a meeting and somebody interrupts somebody, you know, it it's like the hair on the back of my head stands up. Oh, or I when see. somebody corrects somebody in the middle of a meeting. Oh, you gotta be kidding. That me. isn't being they're not disturbing the meeting. They're just saying something that may not be AA politically or NA politically correct. And the chairperson It'll just be or, an aside. Yeah. Sometimes. Just some you know, like like uh, you know, well we don't use that word in here. Or uh you know Oh what, Jesus? Or, or you <laughs> yeah. think so. Or something. It can't, yeah. it can't be profanity. Yeah. Profanity is so profuse in the media. Oh, yeah. room it's sometimes. so. It's now, isn't this bear witness to the fact that we're able to engage at such a intense level on this subject? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it bear witness to the fact that we consider the dynamic, the basic dynamic of the meetings to be important? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Know, Absolutely. This is a totally um, uh, specialized. And um, ur- I, I want to say like urgent um, a gathering of of you know the mm-hmm. the herd instinct mm-hmm. okay. you know the mm-hmm. human oh, need right, yeah. you know the social um, in the birds United- of a feather flock together kind of thing yeah, yeah or just the concepts these mighty high mighty concepts like unity uh-huh. uh, do kind of materialize at times miraculously it seems like mm-hmm. in this otherwise erstwhile band you know mm-hmm. blah blah right. blah okay yeah okay Absolutely. so obviously what we believe what we are feeling about this is important you know oh, sure yeah. yeah i mean i mean you know the, the basic dynamics of a meeting that you know we have we all gather together at a certain time um we read certain things we recite certain things we choose a topic and then we discuss it um yeah, when you it, is is the basis of the meeting itself, you know, going there to discuss recovery in general. Um, but in I personally, I feel in depth recovery where you start to really get into the meat of it and start hitting the bone, you know, um, of what your that, process that is something yeah. that is supposed to happen outside of the meeting one on one. Now you know that's what I've always thought. Small, yeah, you're you're talking about those, thing or... those private conversations yeah. or the passing of notes, mm-hmm. you know, and, and even, and I'm guilty of this one too. Or walking into a meeting late and then waving to people across the room, shaking hands with another person, patting somebody else on the back, you know, walking in. That I've. I catch myself doing it sometimes it's simply because I actually generally want to greet some of these people sure. some because of those... it's, it's good to see them. But I see some people have walked in and they're just like, you know, hi, I'm oh, here yeah. in <laughs> such a silent way. Some of those things, though, aren't unforgivable sins. Right. You, you know, know what I'm it's saying? A dis- it's a disruption or a distraction. Yes, yes. But yeah, some yeah, of it's welcome None to. of us do it perfectly. Okay. Right. Suffice it to say. But here's... Here's the whole deal. Um, um, it's good that we're, you know, we're trying to find a um, perfect way. You know, we're mm-hmm. t- we're all striving to uh, 
to find the best. I don't know. Perfect is a no. Another, perfect is not a correct word. It's not a. I correct. don't seek perfection. Honestly, Ed, I don't. Yeah. I lived with a man who thought he was the closest thing to for per, uh, to perfection. Okay, and I am never ever going to be anything right. okay. near like my father. But I know where I will achieve perfection, and that is when I finally go home. Okay. So, but we're trying to find for those of us that give a hoot in hell. Excuse my right, thing. Right. About about <gasps> about the survival of our home group. Oh yeah. As such, okay. Um, those of us who really do care, and I love what you just shared about. Um, the what what are the pro- appropriate levels of disclosure? Right. On the other hand, there's always exceptions. Oh sure. To like the, the night, like the night that I walked in. Were you there that night when you were Th- three and a half years ago? Well, almost three. And you and were half banged years ago. up, right? Yeah, and I was pissed. Uh, excuse me, I was sorry. I was really angry. It was the second time I had been arrested in one week, and I hadn't been arrested for eighteen years or twenty-two years prior to that, right? And um. And you were emotional. I, I walked in. I oh, sat, yeah, he I, was. I sat down, and it was a men's meeting, and I, I just laid it all out there, what my situation was. And then I turned around and I said, you know what? I can drink and use over this if I want to, but, you know, I don't want to. This is not what I want to do. I don't want to drink and use. And you guys are going to sit here, and you're going to tell me what I need to do to make it through this difficult time without drinking and using. Yeah, I remember and that. And you know yeah. what? Each guy in that room spoke up. And had something to say to me, including Big Ed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that was the day I earned Big Ed's respect. But you know, that's when it's appropriate yeah. to get the feedback. I agree, and I and see this is this is the deal. When you said, I, I kind of strayed away from, it, but when you said, when there's a topic and we start to discuss it, really, if you think crosstalk isn't going to happen, uh, when you stick a topic out there, you're blind. Yeah, it, right. it's gonna. Whenever you put something out there, yeah. it's going. We have to, to talk happen. about this. You've yeah. got several people in the room that are like, right. "No, I don't." But this yeah. is the this is the deal. You, <laughs> right. you are absolutely right. And sometimes it can be a fine line. But there is, and it seems to be, in men's. I don't know about women's meetings because I've never been to a women's meeting. But um, I would suspect it would be similar. It seems to me that in specific gender-oriented meetings versus the other ones that when there is a very urgent situation uh-huh. the group bands together to help that one person now you could say well that person needs to talk to their sponsor all you yeah, want to that they may well need to they may well need to but guess what you may be the closest thing on the way to their sponsor and they need to talk now wow. and it is yeah. interesting because it always comes down to this i don't care what i don't even care if you have a closed meeting all right Everything changes when you come down to the primary purpose. The primary oh, purpose right, is right. that we reach out to the alcoholic, alcoholic or whatever group you're in, foodaholic, narcotic, whatever, yeah. who still right. suffers. And if that means you have to put a closed meeting on hold to do that, you do that. Otherwise, yeah, that you are the primary not, purpose. Right. Otherwise, you are not following the traditions. And I don't care what anybody's the prime about, directive. The prime directive. <laughs> exactly. And so when somebody comes in like Wade did that time and says, you know, look it, you guys have got to help me and you're going to help me. You know, we, we didn't get defensive. We all uh, rose to the occasion and we did that because that's that's what we do in a herd. Yeah. It's, yeah you know, because I'd be going... In and out at those meetings, so I thought that door was a revolving door. 
you know, the door into the meetings, and, you know, people have seen me get 30 days, you know, two weeks, uh, you know, I think one time, I think the longest time I got, I actually got 60 days or something like that, but I was in and out, in and out, you know, and then I that was the night that I think a, a handful of the members of that group finally saw that I was dead serious, and uh, sure. I, I am so ever thankful for those men. Right, right. Right, and that's when crosstalk is appropriate. Right, that's what we we want to call it. It's just fun. It's just yeah. it's just funny because it it's like anonymity, which is a a spiritual a thing. Okay, uh, anonymity is spiritual foundation. Yeah, all our traditions. It's a spiritual thing. You really can't put your finger on it. What it is, right? Because sometimes it involves telling someone I'm an alcoholic. Oh sometimes yeah, sometimes it yeah. does. It involves breaking your own anonymity. Um, <coughs> sometimes <coughs> but um anyway it's like with i can't think of anything more absurd than a sign that says no crosstalk in our meeting <laughs> that would be to me that would be to me as bad as if the whole meeting was a transactional analysis right. session that would be just every bit as bad if it was all crosstalk or some feeble attempt to say we're going to prohibit it well Th- they're both extremes that are ridiculous you know i got i got to tell you ed Signs like that pop up for usually after an event has happened, you know, or or the group has experienced something Something like usually one individual or maybe even a small group or a clique of individuals in a home group um, have become out of control. And um, usually when it comes to head, Two things happen. Uh, the, that little click picks up, gets their own coffee pot, walks off, and goes sure. makes their own meeting. Yeah. Or they are, or, or administrative <laughs> kind of action is taken against the click. So why? Like, like at a business meeting, <laughs> right. It's discussed and it's voted that we will put up a sign that says yeah, no right. cross talking. <laughs> Just like when a member um, at our particular home group. Um, uh, was a key holder, had very little clean time, got a resentment against the group, and then decided uh, they were going to light the building on fire. Okay. <laughs> no. So that, that, therefore, action had to be taken by those who were at yeah. the business meeting. They can't, you know, they had to do some problem solving. Yeah. And so they came to the conclusion <laughs> that key holders. It is suggested that key holders have one year continuous sobriety and and, aren't, yeah. and don't smoke. <laughs> but what about that? But what about that sign that says "Bowels no move"? It says what? Okay, forget it. Forget <laughs> it. We got to take a break, and when we come when we come back, we're gonna wrap this topic up of crosstalk. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Son, we gotta talk about drinking. I know. I don't want you touching alcohol till you're old enough. Yeah, I, I know, Dad. It's not a big deal. Don't, yeah, I know me, okay? And it is a big deal. Underage drinking is just stupid. Yeah, well, why'd you do it? Look, I did it because we didn't know what we know now. Alcohol affects kids differently, okay? When kids drink, it's more dangerous. And you're my kid. And just because they drink doesn't mean you have to. I, I know. I know. Look, son, I'm trying to help. I've seen what it does. I mean, you may think you can handle it, but when you drink, it screws up your judgment. Listen to me. This is real. I, I know, okay? I know. Teenagers know everything. So talk about underage drinking before they know it all. Before they're teens. Start talking before they start drinking. And keep talking. 
To learn more about the dangers of underage drinking and what to say to your kids, go to StopAlcoholAbuse.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. This is Steve Johan with TriRock Radio. You are listening to Take12Radio.com, and I just want to let you know that you can listen to TriRock Radio anytime just by clicking the icon at the bottom of this page, and it'll take you right to our station. Thanks. Have a great day. Okay, and we have returned, and welcome back, and we're wrapping up the show tonight. Our topic has been crosstalk. It's been very interesting. And, yeah, and, uh, and we're wrapping this up. I'm making a lovely bow to wrap up this yeah, show. Yes, with. we are. A paper chain? No paper chains. Oh, okay. No, pa- no paper chains. You no know that, that, that PR, the P uh, public service yes. you yeah. just did? My daughter was very influenced in high school or maybe junior high by the cop that visited Oh really? Their class. Yeah. And talked about drugs. Yeah. I know it made a quite an impression on her. Right. To hear the uh, the stuff he had seen uh, for mm-hmm. summer and get that uniform. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah. that's a really good. Uh, they are impressionable and they want to hear. There's a certain uh, uh, wavelengths that mm-hmm. kids go through, mm-hmm. and yeah. if they're on the right beam, they will hear it. They, they will, will hear it. it, even sometimes when they don't seem like they are. Yeah, you never yeah, know. Yeah, and I think there's there's this whole thing about uh, 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 kids that eat dinner with their parents yeah. are so much less likely sure. to make the wrong decisions in life. Yes. It's really true that that knowing that it's safe to come home and gather around and, and eat a meal and talk about issues without everybody getting upset. And right, right. It's, it's so important, so important. Um so anyway, I, I was going to say this is this has been a good topic, and it, it it could go on like so many topics for a long, long time, and we don't have time to do that. But we do have time to uh, talk about who, and uh, if any, was a winner for last week's uh, soundbite. Oh yeah, on on the song. Oh, the balance and, uh, light, yeah. but, but I heard I heard a rumor that a rumor that, a rumor that Melvin Melvin has very strong opinions about trivia. Oh yeah, about the trivia. Yeah, really. People don't seem to understand that trivia is really very important. And I don't mean it's just a fun little game where people go, oh, I got the wrong one, I got the right one. It is very important that you learn, learn trivia. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, Melvin. Learn it, learn He's it. He's so polite. Well, he feels yeah. very strongly about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does, he does. Whoa. How do you feel about that mosquito? It's what is that? It's a studio mosquito. Yeah, that's a big one. We got a st- is it a crane he's, fly or oh, mosquito? Oh, it's one of those. Now he's flat. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, get another studio mosquito. Yeah, okay. Oh. Now let me tell the... you something. I yeah. um, I I don't know. I I don't. We don't need to go into the arachnophobia thing. But I'll tell you, I am getting. Well, don't you just hate it when you are even getting in your car and you feel a web? Absolutely. Don't hate you it. hate that because yes. you know somewhere there's a spider. You know, with a thousand you, eyes looking at well, you. Well, yeah, but I mean, even when I'm walking up someone's walkway to their house the other day, I just stopped, just screeched to a halt because I saw the big garden spider oh, yeah. right there, hanging yeah. in midair. You know, and I took it and I broke, dragged, you know, collapsed its web with, you know, and, and it was going, why me, why me? And uh, but I find, you know, I took it down. But don't you just hate the idea of running? I, I, into those I just, things. You well, know, you know, they're awful. Ed, as a painter, I see you see them millions, millions of spider yeah. webs bats. every day. Have you ever flushed out bats? Bats. Yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah. That that happened uh, a couple months ago. 
Sure, under Yeah, it was poking its head out of a hole, and I was like, what the heck is that? Yeah. <laughs> Zoom! It comes flying out. I'm like, whoa! No, I know, yeah. I know. It's and the funny thing is, is, I'm on a roof when all this happens, and you can't just move real fast <laughs> and sudden. Well, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the funny thing about spiders, and it's so strange, is for the most part... They don't crosstalk. Most of them, no, no, most of them, most of them are harmless. Sure, but they look so lethal. Oh, I, they, I just the, can't handle. It's it. the way they move. It's synchronized. It's, it's eight legs, creepy. and they and there's no. It's not like a horse's. You can go one leg number one, four, three, and two like that when they're right. galloping. With a spider, it's like one six two one three four eight six one one two two three you know yeah, yeah, right. but, and, yeah, it's, but, and it'll drive you nuts because they're smarter mobility than oh than, yeah than yeah, us, yeah I mean, I because they can wrap something up while they're moving yeah you know well they send themselves out on an air current with that web oh yeah coming out uh, so that that's how they get across the bows of a, you know, because they fly. Oh, sure. You know, they jump, they leap. No, they in. don't fly, they repel. Well, they leap, but, anyway. but they leap into the breeze. Sure. And they let the breeze carry them. Oh, yeah. They measure it exactly. They know exactly when to launch, you know, and oh, yeah. hit where they're looking at. I mean, this is a they're little too much. Definitely another wonder Where of are God's you going, creation. Charlotte's babies? Well, yeah. Where are you going? Where are you going, Charlotte's babies? We have garden spiders in Oregon, also these wolf spiders. And they have a leg span of potentially a couple of inches. And we don't, and I do not need them in my life. (laughs) Well, you know, know, like I said, I run into plenty. I've painted some spiders. Um, I've flattened plenty (laughs) of spiders. And some I've just Uh, sort of hooked onto my brush handle. Yeah. And, you know, when. When they're making a web sure. or when they're trying to get away or when they're dangling or something like that, I'll hook them, and they start to drop yeah. down on the on their strand, yeah. you know, and I try and land them somewhere, somewhere. because you know what? They are beneficial. They eat oh, yeah, I, I, used to, I used to kill them every time I could get a chance, and now I, if I can leave them alone, I just leave them alone. Yeah, but yeah. some of them, they're, they just have that look, and they become flat. Well, they're know? a marvel of God's creation. I know yeah. they are, but... I know. Yeah, I hear you. All outside. right, last week, last week we played a sound bite, and I said uh, you would uh, win a CD and uh, a DVD um, if you could guess the uh, recording artist that did this. I'm going to give it to you again, and I'm going to let you know what happened with it. Okay, we had uh, several people. We had actually 24 emails, wow. and they were all wrong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they weren't they, even close. But they tried. They did try. So, you got any ideas there, uh, Wado? What? You want to take a stab at it? Stab? Yeah, just take a stab at it. You know, I told you, Monty, I don't have a clue. I think you told me last week, and I don't even remember. I didn't tell you. Because... Are you saying at the artist or the... Or the uh, Theme the the artist the, the person singing the artist is one of them here that's a new um a this is not a main s- s- 
Okay, there's, I, there's I, no I mainstream band. That wasn't a okay. mainstream. The band. clue the clue I gave you last week was um, uh, uh, Simon Cowell, the 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 judge for oh. for American Idol. Oh, and uh. that that gentleman was a gentleman by the name of Bo Bice, oh. who won the. The American Idol, The Rock, when they start oh, actually went oh, to the rock thing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, like, and now he's, six, Idol. now he's well, no, doing... You know, I know. You always say things like, I don't listen to that. Now I didn't he's watch doing... well, I'm sorry. You missed out on so much of life, Wade. <laughs> he's doing well, though, post... Um, Absolutely. The, uh, whatever the name he is. He is doing yeah. very, very, very well. Who, and, now, who and, was yeah, that? His name is Bo Bice. Oh, really? Bo Bice. Yeah, he's doing doing good. Well, good for him. Yeah. So, anyway, nobody won that. But here is here is the sound bike. For next week's song, and, okay, and um, we're, I'm going to give you a clue Sound for this. Bite. Okay, I want to bite it. Get out of here. No, okay, all right. I'm going to give you a clue on this one. The clue is Alpha Centauri. Is the clue Alpha Centauri? Alpha Centauri, which is kind of a generic. We've never been to Alpha Centauri. Yeah, right, right. It's Star kind of, Star now, Trek it's, log forty eight fifty one. It's way out there. It's way out there as a clue, but it's about the closest thing I can give to you without actually giving it away. Okay, and uh, this this is a song. Okay, all I want is the name of the person doing it. That's all I want. If you have name, other information, that's fine too. The name of the person singing it, and I'm going to give you a very, very short soundbite. You ready? Here we go. Now, that's all you get. What? Melvin. <laughs> it was uh, Melvin. No, I'm going to play it one more time. I'm going to play it one more time. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> it's so worldly. Destroy it. Okay, um, I'm, I will give you. I will give you another hint. Okay, Alpha Centauri is is the first clue. The second clue is that it is the theme song for something. Okay, it is the theme song I, for something. I, okay, you think you know? Okay, so it must be a right show a, I never watch. Um, I just. <laughs> I, I I know. I know it is. I know. I, By both clues. Um, I know that if I just if I were to listen to it more, yeah. Do it. Can you hit it one more? No, actually, I only put it on there twice. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, Wado, why don't you pick out uh, two items over there to give away? Two items. Two items. And okay. don't steal anything. Don't steal. I've just removed my headphones. He has okay. removed his headphones. On top of the counter. Okay. Now I'm moving to the item section. To yeah. the, the prize, the prize shelves over there. Right, and and Milani's got quite a uh, little uh, assortment of. Oh yeah, uh, we got things. we got some nice goodies yeah. over there. Yeah, it's he's a got regular, a CD. It's a regular pirate's plunder. Yeah. Of stuff. <laughs> I, uh, and I it's not off the coast of Madagascar. That's right. I, but uh, he's searching. Wade is. Searching? Uh, Wade's doing. Okay. Wade's doing. Oh, pretty. two CDs. Oh, look at how he just. Two, two CDs. Oh, he looks. I have chosen two CDs. Thank you, Vanna. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. This is cool. All right, excelente. Um, the, the CD, "The Flesh I'm In" by the uh, rock group Blushing Well, Flash. and uh, these, these guys are awesome. Nice, positive rock stuff. Uh, and the CD "Then and Now" by Jared Wagner. I think he's yeah, like 17 years rocks. old. The guy is awesome. He is absolutely awesome. He's the one we play uh, the song that he that he wrote called. Uh, I'm trying right. to read it here. Go. Uh, you, uh, 
Piety Unchained, God Bless America. Where is it? It's the it's the song about unity. Do I it's have to? Song. Did I did I used to look that good when I was his age? <laughs> I don't know. Yet. I, I don't know. Seen you at that age. Well, I was pretty. I was pretty handsome. Were you well, really? Sure you were. Yeah, but I was uh, fair skinned. Uh, United you know. we stand. United my, we stand. My male hormones didn't. You know, oh. I couldn't grow a, even a mustache until I got out of the navy. Wow. But this this song yeah. United we stand that he that he wrote uh-huh. is is about uh, you know praying for the men over there. Is fighting for oh. our freedom, and it, oh, yeah. it's really excellent. Both CDs are are superb and uh, well worth the guess. Okay, so you call at five four one nine two six five eight zero six five four one nine two six five eight zero six or email take twelve radio at comcast dot net with your guess. You have all week to do that. Whoever guesses, and I will pick five. I will pick five emails or phone calls, and then I will choose at random. Um, good. The, the the ones five of them that are right. Okay, all right. Good stuff. Zippity doodah day. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Cherie back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I hope yeah. your daughter uh, can endure the pain. Well, I, well I, she she has she has pain reliever medicine that that okay. um, it's over the counter, non narcotic. Yeah, and it's safe for her to does take. That, does that naproxen stuff work better for her? Is that why you got that? No, I got it because it worked better for me. Did it? Okay. And yeah. and you know it's funny when you have kids, mm-hmm. it's really funny. Some of them are. Oh, it's 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 a new thing. It's the train whistle. And Howard Hughes flying yeah. by. It's the it's the train whistle <laughs> and Howard Hughes and the aviator. Yeah, that <laughs> lets us from know. West by Northwest. What is this? <laughs> um, but but no, ki- your kids. Some of them, you know, one of them is more individually like you, and the other one is more individually like your wife. Oh, I see. You know, even though they have, they have, they are a combination of each other. Some of them are more like you, and my middle daughter is a lot like me. So they'll respond to the same Uh thing. All right. All right. All right, guys. That's a good show. Crosstalk. It was. It was a good show. Thank you for letting me be had again. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, uh. Thanks for not cross-talking. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody, Till next yeah. week, this is the gang wishing serenity for you. I'm up, so grab your cup, and let's have coffee. Lots of coffee, shots of coffee, lots of coffee. Oh, yeah, make that coffee
This has been a broadcast of KHLT Radio. Oh, kitty, kitty, kitty.